Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Hey there, it's Album for the Day. I'm John E. This is Jay. And we were thinking about doing something a little different Mm -hmm. because we love America. Oh, that's right. And there's 50 states in this great land. And we're going to put our patriot pants on, and we're going to bring you a little bit from every state, because there's music in every state in this great land. And we're here for the whole ride. So we're going to go state by state, bringing you some of the best bands, some of the best albums that we've heard. Uh, We're going to bring it to you. So buckle up, Buttercup. Jose, can you see? (laughs) Here we go. Album for the day today brings you another state of the music. Today's state is Big Sky Country. Mm. Also, the Treasure State. I like Big Sky Country. How do you? I mean, cares it, 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 about yeah, treasure. Yeah, it's, it's an it, empty promise. Anytime I hear Montana, I think big open sky, well, or and really cold weather. Big roast beef sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so the big Montana, Montana. <laughs> Arby's roast beef sale. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why they killed that. Mm. That should have stayed. It should have. Anyway, Montana, big sky country. Um, I guess Jeff Ament. That's got yeah. That's the the number one. I butcher the name here. Haver. I'm thinking it's Haver. Yeah. Haver, Montana. He's from. Yeah. Um, but obviously the bass player for one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time in Pearl Jam. Was he in Temple of the Dog as well? Um, I have to assume so. It's possible. I have to assume. I, um, I think it might have been McCready. But McCready, but McCready would have been guitar. That's true. Um, he was an amalgamation. Either yeah. way, Jeff Either Heyman, way, he yeah. was the artist. I'm almost, I'm almost positive he was. Didn't we do 10? Yes. We did an episode on 10 by Pearl Jam, mm-hmm. and Jeff Amon was like the the artistic... He's the artist. He, the, uh, the drive, drive behind the band. Behind yeah. the band, the He's, band name, the, yep. the name of the album, yeah. the artwork. The artwork like, was the biggest thing, where he set up sculptures. He still yeah. does. I mean, that's what he does, yeah. is he does sculptures and photography well and and if you've got a vision for that why yeah, deny it yeah exactly um, uh and now for something completely different uh rob quist yep, from yep. cut bank big bluegrass singer songwriter if you are into bluegrass which uh we both enjoy yo absolutely he was the uh, founding member of the uh mission mountain wood band hmm. um which go check them out it's Mission Mountain Wood Band. Hey, yeah, don't say it five times fast. I'm not. That was your one. <laughs> From Bozeman, Little Jane and the Pistol Whips. Oh, wow. I kind of like the, what, the name there. That's, that is one of the greatest names in country music history, in my opinion. I love that. We're going to get into some possible contenders for the throne. Um, mm-hmm. um, Martha Ray from Butte. Mm-hmm. You familiar with Martha Ray? No, I didn't. I didn't catch that one. So they called her the Big Mouth. She was. <laughs> oh, you're gonna remember. 
So she was a comedian and actress. She worked with Bing Crosby, Joe E. Brown, Bob uh-huh. Hope, W.C. Fields, Abbott and Costello, Charlie Chaplin, Jimmy Durante. Oh, wow. So in the 1980s, the Big Mouth did Polydent commercials. Oh, I guess that's where they get that from. It is. And it was funny. Like, it was funny because, like, that whole generation knew her yeah. as that. Uh, she got the Presidential Medal of Freedom in November of 93 wow. from President Bill Clinton. Um, she has two stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Well, there you go. At 62.51 for motion pictures and 65.47 for television. Wow. She won the 1969 Gene Hirschholt Humanitarian Award at the Academy Awards. Hmm. That's always an interesting person. and I'll just say it. In Mm. a room full of selfish, narcissistic, Mm. egotistical, Mm. singular-focused people in there, it's refreshing to win the Humanitarian Award. It is, but they also give give that award out pretty willy-nilly, I'm sure, to make themselves feel better. But here's what she did. But to I'm going to give her props for it anyway. Here's what she did to earn it, oh, which makes okay. it credible. Yeah. So she did work with the USO. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, this got her an honorary colonelship in the United States Marine Corps. Dang. An honorable lieutenant colonelship in the Army. And in the U.S. Army Special Forces Fifth Special Forces Group Airborne made her an honorary Green Beret for her work in Vietnam. Wow. This is a bad, bad, bad bitch. (laughs) Martha Ray. Martha Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Maybe, well, hmm, I was going to say something disrespectful. You shouldn't. I didn't. I didn't. I was going to. We'll we'll leave that for for Nancy Reagan. So, for something completely (laughs) ugly, uh, Tim Montana... Hmm. Well, it's right there in the name now, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. Um, he's from Kalispell and Butte. So he did a song called This Beard Came Here to Party with Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. Oh, man. What an the awesome. The Red Sox used it as an anthem when leading they, up to their 2013 yeah, World Series. When they had their big idiots thing. Oh, yeah. So he put a band together called Tim Montana and the Shrednecks. Mm. That's not a bad. That's name not either. bad either. That's not bad either. And he wrote and directed the video for Mostly Stoned hmm. with Charlie Sheen. Well, uh, they were they were mostly stoned. They weren't all the way stoned. It was just mostly. They didn't inhale. They didn't. <laughs> The one that I thought was very interesting and I felt was very, to kind of go back with what you were talking about with acting and whatever, was, uh, I didn't know if it fit either, with David Lynch. He did record a couple of albums. Several. And they are just as weird as you would imagine. Um, if you have not seen any of David Lynch's films, please you go. You won't understand his music. Please go do so. Uh, but also check out his music as well because it's very original and very. Um, whew, it's fascinatingly fascin- unique. Yes, yes, it is exactly gonna, what you I'm expect from the guy a, who gave you Twin Peaks. Yeah, you know, and that's enough. Yeah, I don't want to 
tilt the thermometer barometer scale in any direction. Yeah. Because, you know, everybody's different. And, and to some people... And David Lynch is even some, a little bit more different. <laughs> to some people, John Hughes movies are disgusting. Well, those people are just wrong. And that's your opinion. <laughs> um, David Lynch is from Missoula. Missoula, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Wiley another Gustafson. Oh, yeah. The cowboy. Yep. Yep. Singer songwriter. He's from Conrad. Yeah, he was in the band Wiley and the Wild West. Yes. And it was a blend of like kind of traditional cowboy music. So if you think of like um, um, uh, Marty Robbins and that kind of feel where it's like the old, like pokey, kind of hokey, hokey country music. I think that's called, uh, that's edging on rockabilly. It's close, but it's more like like shuffle shuffle cowboy songs where it's just it's really uh, like the shuffle beat, but it's very hokey lyrics. So like and very of, wild west themed. So gunfighter stuff. Skiffle, it'd be skiffle. Skiffle, yeah, exactly. It's got to be three syllables, not two. Skiffle, skiffle. <laughs> Ski a full day, uh, and you'll be tired. Also, speaking kind of with the David Lynch weird, uh, which also with another debate we've been having over and over, does he fit Reggie Watts? Um, Absolutely, Reggie Watts. So Reggie Watts was born in Stuttgart, Germany. But he also lived in like Italy and France. Yeah, and, but he know. primarily grew up um, in Great Falls. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it was that thing of like, that's kind of where he got his weird start in everything. And then he, I think he moved out to LA and whatever, so a little bit later in life. His comedy is very interesting. It always kind of solicits a response. Yeah. And not well, and necessarily it, clapping or cheering. And it's not necessarily his comedy as well. He's got this beatbox kind of loop mm -hmm. style with his music. And his music and how good he is at that is what drove him into like doing the comedy bang bang yep. and all that stuff. That was like a portal that kind of was created through that his and music. That fabulous fro. Oh yeah, you can't. You can't disrespect that fro. I'm not. It's I'm, beautiful I'm and an, magnificent. Can you imagine the I'm jealous great stuff what he's hiding in there? Oh, man. I'm jealous. If There's I could grow a fro like that. There. Dude. I just... I'd be teasing it up right now. I think... You know, I thought James Corden was funny. I also thought uh, he kind of wore it out. So... I'm not going to say I was miserably sad to see him move to other opportunities. He does other stuff. Yeah, Reggie Watts? Well, yeah. no, James Corden. Oh. But James Corden handpicked Reggie Watts to yeah. be... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. His band leader. Yeah. And what I thought was funny was they said that he named the uh, 
the band on the show, yeah, Karen, mm-hmm. and then Karen became known as, as like a like derogatory, the, the person who's slam. out, yeah, out yelling at people for, you know, whatever birds chirping or whatever. So they renamed the band Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Reggie's great, and like yeah. at the end of the show, he's a dude I'd love to go and hang out with for a minute and just pick his brain. He's on my list of yeah. who would you have dinner with? Oh yeah, oh that'd be such a cool person Not to watch hang a movie out with. with. Man, I don't want to talk. I don't want to be. No, I want to have an opportunity to. No, but pick, pick a brain and just I mean, tell his, jokes. His thing at the end of every episode. Did you ever watch James Corden? Uh, not really. So his thing, he actually flipped it over to Reggie. Oh. Still at the band. He didn't come over for this, yeah. but it was Reggie's question. And he would pose a question to one or all of the guests, and it was inevitably... The best question ever asked. A ridiculous question that either was super unanswerable mm. there's a very clear choice you better make oh yeah okay or you know it was always interesting though because it was like he was asking a question yet still guiding the result right and you know every once in a while somebody would like totally out reggie reggie on mm. on the question man and uh I think going back, I would uh, I would check that out because he's he's super funny, man. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's a great dude. Oh, Karen's not cool anymore. How about Melissa? How about Melissa? Let's try to ruin that name too. <laughs> well, we didn't do that. That's right. The Almond Brothers did. Oh God, praise his <laughs> Just name. Kidding. Speaking of which, uh, also from Haver, Karan Armstrong, mm-hmm. soprano opera singer. I noticed an operatic theme with uh, there was quite a few of oh, those speaking of which linda mcdonald from great falls yeah did you check her out i did also known as nikki mcburain uh-huh uh and the drummer band the- called the iron maidens yeah it's a tribute band tribute band to the iron maiden which it's awesome she got her name nikki mcburain uh, by putting together Iron Maiden's former drummer Clive Burr and current drummer Nico McBrain. And, uh, yeah, decorates her drum kit with a puppet of Sooty. I'm not going to get into that. You can uh-huh. look that one up. Um, also part of a band called Krabby Patty parentheses I'm so unclear. Mm-hmm. Unholy Pink. Mm. One of my personal favorite names. Valley Dolls, The Little Dolls, which was an Aussie tribute band, mm-hmm. and apparently her stepping stone to a lot of stuff. She was in a band called Phantom Blue. Now I got to give it up. That is a dope name right there. It is. It is. It sounds like a uh, like a what what Pantera could be or something, or like a Slipknot kind of thing. You're saying what you wish Phil had named his new project? No, no, definitely not. I'm just saying it could be something in that vein. Oh, okay. Like in that going, uh, like you know, 
Phil, Phil can do what Phil, whatever Phil wants to do at this point in his career. Speaking of people that can do whatever they want, Joseph Firecrow. Oh, uh, yeah. Born in Crow Agency, Montana. Uh-huh. He's a flautist. Uh-huh. In the Cheyenne like Ron Nation. Burgundy. Yes. yes. Northern Cheyenne. Yes. Uh, uh, he got a Grammy nomination. In 2001. For Cheyenne Nation. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, I think, to me, I think the, I think one of the names, somebody we haven't talked about in, in one of those, like, big names is uh, Isaac Brock from Modest Mouse. Um, and I still remember us ripping the crap out of their first album. And you know what? They're a band who grew over the years. Absolutely. That first and album. I think we tried yeah, to. The first album wasn't an, an indication of. It was who they were at the time. And and they put on their big boy pants over the years and made some amazing music. They still currently are making great music. I have to bring up you too. Because when you listen to some of the early U2, when they were not necessarily had any sort of mastery over their instruments, yeah. it was also pretty basic. Now, I know that Jay wants to jump in here, and I'm going to cut him off and just finish it for him and say that U2 is not making relevant music anymore. I didn't well, say that. You're right. I said it for you. You're right. But you didn't disagree. No, I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> But um, but I didn't say Uno, that. No, dos, tres, catorce. One, two, three, fourteen. Fourteen. For those of you who don't habla español, uh, Stephanie Davis. You're just switching right out of it, huh? You're just skipping over Modest Mouse, the whole thing Dude. that you just brought up. You two, and just you're just gonna skip over Isaac. It. I am pleased with your growth. Your growth has helped my growth. Absolutely. I went and saw you last year. Yeah. It was great. Uh, Yeah, I had a great time. I went and saw them at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee, and it was possibly the loudest show I've ever seen at the Ryman. People were running down the aisles up front, and they were like, just come on down here. Just come on down. And they were just like, and security lost complete control of the audience. And like, if, for those of you who have been to the Ryman, you know that they have a bunch of like 80-year-old men walk with flashlights walking people down the aisles. Well, when you have a show like that that's like a true rock and roll show, you got a bunch of 20-somethings and 30-somethings. And he's like come down here and let's throw it down and they come down the aisle those dudes put those flashlights in their pockets and walked to the back of the state walked to the back of the arena and stood there like well they're going to have a good time their fingers and said don't burn yeah, anything don't, down don't burn anything down don't burn anything down and they didn't and it was a great time i think that the growth has not just been musically, it's been artistically in general. Oh, yeah. It's been a lot of trials that have taken them in the directions, him specifically as well. Yeah. But, I mean, there's no need to be modest anymore. Oh, there you go. 
Speaking of not being modest, how about Amy Allen from the, inter- from the Interrupters? From Missoula. <laughs> so I, what I didn't know, and I've seen the Interrupters. Yeah, yeah. I went and saw the Hella Mega Tour with yeah. uh, Green Day, Weezer, and Fallout Boy. They're awesome. And opening up for those three on the whole tour was the Interrupters. And I was like, who is that? I checked it out. Like they a, do what is that Billie Eilish song they do? Ooh. The bad guy. Yeah. I think it's better than hers. That's an opinion. Yeah. We do a lot of that here. We do a lot of that. And but and and the thing about it is no opinion is wrong. I That's prefer, what an opinion is. <laughs> I prefer yeah. the interrupters version. Yeah. Um because it's got trombone in it for and God's dude sake. and their ska and their energy and everything about them is on freaking point i love their live shows it's kind of what they're known for she's kerosene uh, if you're gonna pick a track oh, to start with yeah, i'll agree this it's is a great video yeah it's kerosene yeah yeah what i didn't know was amy is married to kevin bavona mm-hmm. i hope i pronounced that correctly uh, because the other two members of the band are Kevin's twin brothers, Justin and Jesse. Well, yeah, there you go. That's got to be a weird dynamic. Like, we all could have the same last name. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to interrupt you. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. There it is. How uh, to do it. What about, uh, what do we see, the Decemberists? So, interesting thing I noticed, old Colin Malloy uh-huh. of the Decemberists, he used to be in a band. He started a band in Missoula called Tarkio. Ah. And that rang a bell in my brain. Uh-huh. Did it ring a bell for you? It it did not, but I but until I saw it, I was kind of like, "Oh, okay." Do you know what it is? No, huh? It's that album by Brewer and Shipley. That has one toe covered the, the line. line. That <laughs> is correct. So he named his band Tarky. <laughs> that is awesome. Wow. Good job, Colin. Good job. That is right. That is fantastic. And I remember looking. You should really check that album out. It's not just like a novelty album. Like yeah. Jerry Garcia plays on that album. Yeah, Omnibus it, is the name of it. Of what? The uh, uh, Tarkio album, correct? Oh, the album by them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Emmanuel Taylor Gordon from White Sulphur Springs. So he was a singer and vaudeville performer associated with the Harlem Renaissance. Uh Uh-huh. In the mid-20s. From Montana. Yeah, that's that's a long drive out there. So Stephanie Davis... From Bridger. Oh, yep. Here we go. Singer-songwriter. She founded Recluse Records. And I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing there. Uh She wrote Wolves, 
We shall be free, learning to live again. The night will only know. We belong to each other for Garth Brooks. Yeah, that's a... Yeah. She wrote The Rope um, for Martina McBride with Don... Or she wrote Learning to Live Again with Don Schlitz, who I think I've mentioned before. He co-wrote... When you say nothing at all, and when the gambler. You say at all. Um, but yeah, Stephanie Davis, she's real interesting, and she's been very active in Montana music scene for ever. Huh. Uh, Nicolette Larson from Helena. So she had a 1978 hit with Neil Young's "Lot of Love." Hmm. I didn't listen to it. But the only one that comes to my mind is gonna take a lot of love. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Uh, she was engaged to Andrew Gold. Oh wow! You remember Andrew Gold? Yeah. Thank you for being a friend, lonely uh-huh. boy. Uh, backed out after he produced her 1982 album, all dressed up and no place to go. She also dated Weird Al, who wrote. You Don't Love Me Anymore, Hmm. which was a style parody of her entire career. (laughs) That makes you a special person when Weird Weird Al parodies your entire career. Yeah, that's... oof. You you just don't get a comparison like that. No, uh uh-uh. Way to Um, go, Weird Al. Way to do it right. What would doing a Montana episode be without bringing Weird Al into it? No, that's, you're right. If you're he right. wasn't showing up in unexpected places, where the hell would he show up? That's exactly right. Um, Steve Albini. Yep. Check him out. Yep. Man, this dude. So I'm going to go ahead and play the blue card here and just go ahead and do the elephant in the room. Uh, he is originally from... Pasadena, California, but he moved to Missoula. Mm-hmm. He's extremely important in um, a lot of different, a lot of different fronts. Uh, he was in a band called Big Black. They uh, put out songs about effing, and they didn't use the letter. <laughs> in 1987. Um, he named a band after a Japanese comic book, Rape Man. Well, you got to do what you got to do there. And in 2020, he did an interview and he expressed regret for the name of the band. He said he didn't feel he'd been held to account for being in a band called Rape Man. He said it was a flippant choice. It was unconscionable, indefensible, and likened it to getting a bad tattoo. Might mm, made things worse there. He was also in a band called Shellac. So, where you may have heard Steve Albini's name before, because I'd never heard any of that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he produced or engineered for Nirvana, the Pixies, the Breeders, Mogwai, the Jesus Lizard, PJ Harvey, Superchunk, Jawbreaker, Bush, Jimmy Page and Robert Plant, Helmet, The Stooges, Cheap Trick, Veruca Salt. That's a lot of bands. That's way more than you need for credibility. Yeah, that's you just needed like three of those. 
So and not the big ones. Right. Right. <laughs> right. That's just there's too much icing there. Steve. Yeah. Yeah. So in 2012, uh, somebody was quoted about him and said, even though he's been an outspoken opponent of the major label system, he's known to work with just about anyone who requests his service. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? If somebody says, no, I want that guy as an artist, you have to say, okay, yeah, I want to, I want to at least experiment to see what this is about. They've heard something in my work that they respond to, and I want to see what I can get out of them. Period. I love that. And the way that this progression went was he recorded Pod by the Breeders, Surferosa by the Pixies, which made Kurt Cobain say, I want you to do In Utero. Yeah, which, come on. That's, yeah. Yeah. Which he said actually made him lose work because there was a lot of stink well, around he, a lot of different things. Well, yeah, they did have a song he called did Rate Me. He graduate from Hellgate High School. Um, well, a little uh, Stranger Things there. He also uh, no, is a fire. poker player. Hmm. He won two gold bracelets in the World Series of Poker. That's amazing. Uh, Matthew Setzer from Skinny Puppy. Costas, we talked about Costas in the Dwight Yoakam episode. We did. Great songwriter. Yep. Um, Corey Stapleton in The Pretty Pirates. He's a former state senator and the Secretary of State of Montana who quit. Um. He's a former naval officer, thus the name, but he quit politics in 21, came to Nashville and started a country band. Well, there you go. Who who hasn't done that? Pablo Elvira from <laughs> Bozeman. Via San Juan, who co-founded the Intermountain Opera Association of mm. Montana. Good well, times. Well, yeah. That's... And don't forget the dark horse of the day, Nemesis, from Kalispell. Identical twins, Jacob and Joshua Miller, raised Jehovah's Witnesses, disfellowshipped for publicly stating they left Jehovah's Witnesses. There's a TV show about their journey called Jacob and Joshua. Nemesis Rising. Jeez, Louise. That They're made, a pop band. It made it a little dark there. They're a pop group. They're called Nemesis. It's supposed to sound dark. Yeah, well. So who's on your Rushmore? Um, I think I've got... Uh, I think I've got Jeff Ament. Um, I think I've got uh, Reggie Watts. I think I've... Same. I think I've got Isaac Brock. And I think I've got, you know, in a odd, he belongs there, David Lynch. I got you with the Reggie. Yep. Amy Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, gosh. Yeah, you're... Yeah. I'm not going to argue that. No. We're going to have different ones, but I'm not going to argue that at no. all. If it came down to a sacrifice, you would sacrifice yeah, something. Oh, yes. That. Yeah. Heard. Um, yeah, I gave you Reggie. Yeah. And uh, I got to go with Steve Albini. Yep. But That's a good call. I'm also going to... Just because of who he worked with and what he did, I completely agree. Bro, I got to give it up for Linda McDonald. Yeah. Like, sticking with a theme. Mm-hmm. And writing all those songs for Garth. That's pretty awesome. But honestly, dude, like, nobody did Paladin, like... 
Martha Ray. <laughs> the big mouth. The big mouth. So I just got to say. All right. Well, uh, album for the day today uh, coming to you from Big Sky Country, Montana. Uh, be sure to follow us on uh, wherever you listen to us, uh, whether that be Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, uh, follow us on Twitter at album the number four of the day uh, or Instagram, whatever your boat is. Uh, follow, subscribe wherever you listen. Feel free to shoot us an email at album for the day at gmail.com thanks for listening and we'll see you when we see you oh yeah well I'm a match she's kerosene <laughs> you know we're gonna burn down everything I tried to put the Montana accent on it instead of the I don't think it worked no I don't think so yeah, I can't. <laughs> First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit Add to Queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woo-hoo!